Blog Talk Radio. Fifth Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger. Diane has been given message from the fifth dimension and higher to bring greater peace and understanding to the lives of others. She lives and experiences these higher dimensions to help our world come into balance and to raise to a higher vibration of love. You can find more information on Diane on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1 as she shares great wisdom with the world. Let's welcome your host of Fifth Dimensional Living, Diane Bachberger. Thank you for listening into Fifth Dimensional Radio. What propels a civilization into the next step? Join me over the next hour. It might be a little longer as I take you into the fifth dimension and beyond. Today is December the 12th, 2016. And it's been oh, since August the 17th since I last did a show. There are various reasons, and, and, and you know none of them are that important, but um, it was a time to collect thoughts and for humanity to look at kind of the things that are coming to the surface. You know, some of it dark, you know, some of it light, and there, there's been a lot going on. You know, the election happened, and um, Trump got in, and a lot of people didn't expect that. So, you know, why why are these hap- things happening? Um, it's a time for humanity to work together, you know, to transfigure what hasn't worked in the past and what is, in actual fact, three-dimensional consciousness. You know, we're transcending all those things have locked humanity into 3D, okay? So I, I want to talk about this uh, Mercury retrograde that's coming up on December the 19th. I talk about it a little bit early. Um, way back when I talked about opening of the eyes and... You know, I was born in 1958, and, um, you know, I am 58, so it's it has significance. And um, if, if you're interested, there, you know, we have all the shows back in the um, morning, and um, I, I will, if I have time, get into that. All I have to say is that 2016 might have not have seemed like a great significant year, but there was a lot of energy shifts and a lot of big changes, actually. So this Mercury retrograde is um, a way to end off a tremendous year. And, you know, when historians go back and look at it, it's going to have great significance. 
you know, it seemed very tumultuous. And, you know, humanity is basically looking at all their crap. And I think what Trump has done is brought all that crap, you know. So if you think about it in that way, you know, a lot of people aren't too happy about him getting like it's in your face you know this is what we have to do to change and you know so does he and you know part of the reason why I didn't do a show over the last few months was because I want to focus on the positive making big positive changes in my life too and I'm a reflection usually of what humanity is going to do, but, you know, ahead of time. So, you know, be aware and put out positive intentions to yourself in that positive mode, okay? Um, in 2008, you know, I'm going to talk about these these double eights and stuff like that. It sort of began this journey, and, you know, I I went through a period of time where I, you know, turned away from who I really was. And 2008 was, well, actually started in 2007, but the journey really began in 2008. I went, um, I went to Calgary by plane, and then I did like a surgeon over the mountains and um, got activated again in uh Golden, B.C. and Emerald Lake. And, um, you know, I started getting messages and I started beginning a journey that was to, you know, take me into a lot of really different and interesting things, but also, you know, to help humanity understand what's, what's going on. So... Today I want to talk about fish because I keep seeing fish everywhere. And so I know it has something to do with what's going on right now. And when I talk about animal totems, I relate it to what's going on energetically, okay? I will talk about, um, you know, the squirrel and rats and what that has to do with um, everything. So basically, you know, I've talked on the show before about unity consciousness and how this is what humanity is doing. They're they're really, you know, looking at their differences, but then also seeing what makes us the same. So um, this is really what is happening right now for humanity. So 2017 is going to be a pretty amazing year, okay? Not that 2006 wasn't um, amazing, but it, I keep getting the words, you know, darkness and a lot of the different um, organizations that came forward or people became more aware of and they were asserting themselves. It was just because... um, To the surface, okay? But um, it was also like a test. You know, they, they've um, 
the organizations and different groups on the planet that power or try to have control in this 3D reality, they have been pushing the boundaries and making themselves known. And, you know, like I said, it's part of this dark side that was coming to the surface. You know, there's, there's truth. This has been the year of truth and things coming out. And not not so much the things that people have wanted maybe to look at, but they're, they're important things that need to be looked at. Turn against each other. You know, even though people have done that, you know, through this election time and, you know, through the droves of Middle Eastern people coming here and that sort of thing. It's a, it's a time that's, you know, a testing time. And even Trump, you know, it's, it's, it's about looking what makes us all different and the things we don't like about ourselves. You know, but it's not a time to be going out and rioting or to accept that that's proper things that are going on in the planet that aren't good like you know when they do that fracking in um, North Dakota it's you know wrecking the water tables it's doing this all over the place and then, you know people have been protesting about the you know the pipes that pipelines that have been going from are going from Alberta to BC. Um, apparently, they've okayed it. The Canadian government. So it's it's important that we try to have um, a different way of doing things, a different way of seeing things, um, and not go for you know what has been what humanity has done in the past you know, wrecking the the environment, polluting the environment. It's all about balance right now. And, you know, deep transfiguration with this balance. Um, I woke up this morning and I was seeing, um, you know, figure eights, but on their sides and they were interwoven. And it was the number, I I was realizing, you know, like it was making two eights, so that's 16. And then the other side, I guess that's um, the balance and living in the moment and the other side was, you know, 3D. So different combinations of numbers. And then I saw the numbers change on each side and they were like nine and nine. So there, there's some big changes energetically going on. You know, I've I've talked about all these different significance of different numbers and that sort of thing on the show before. So I don't really want to focus on them, but I'm just, you know, letting you know that it, it I have seen that. You know, maybe some of you haven't listened to to the radio shows I've done, but um, I basically see, you know, numbers and energetic patterns and those sorts of things um so humanity going on on the planet make a decision to you know really change what's going on here and shift um consciousness so i i really believe a lot of well some of humanity have done that but not 
all of humanity have done that. I still think that some will be doing it. And um, it was really funny. I was got, went back and was trying to f- fix my computer because some weird thing was going on. And I really think it was for me to be to have to go back and look at these pictures, right? But I, for some reason, I I guess a few months ago, I. Um, earth thing and then they had um, like the earth split in half and then there was I I think it's a moon in the middle and it made one of the O's in Google right I'm I'm not trying to promote Google or anything like that but I just last night saw it and then I kind of realized okay you know I talk about two different uh, consciousness and straddling two realities 3D and 5D and, you know, even further than that. And some of humanity are going that way. But it's really, it's it was apparent everything that was going on that people were seeing things in a different way and they were experiencing two different types of realities. I was seeing both, but some people weren't seeing what other people were experiencing. And their sense of reality, and they call it, you know, the Mandela effect. People were experiencing things that were might have been completely different than each other. So it was really apparent that this change was really happening. So getting back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show, about I kept seeing fish. I started thinking about fish. And, you know, fish when they're in a school, you know, they, they, and it has something to do with water, the feminine energy, and, you know, all those sorts of things. And this feminine energy is very strong energy right now. And it's trying to balance out with the the masculine energy. And that has to happen before you shift consciousness. You have to balance energy in every way, in your chakras, you know, um, those those sorts of things. But also, when you shift consciousness, the way you think about things and the way you see things shifts too. Um, Now, I guess it was before Thanksgiving, I was out doing a bunch of things. This is Canadian Thanksgiving I'm talking about because I'm Canadian. Um, there was this lady tr- with, in, with a child in a stroller, and she was Muslim. And she with a walk light. You know, the people were in a hurry. And I finally just went out, and I put my hand up and, and kind of said to her, you go. And, you know, I see this as an attack on feminine energy, whether... This person is Muslim or not, you know the ch- mother and child energy, and you know it was just apparent that some people were rebelling against what was going on. You know, um, there might have been Muslim people in the country for you know eons, and just because of what's going on with ISIS and everything else, and you know. It, 
in different parts of the world, people are speaking up. And it, it's like, you know, there's no filter um, anymore. I was in a bank one day, and this older lady was talking about how her son couldn't deal with going to school because he had too many people from two different, too many different countries. And he didn't understand that. But this is, you know, a person talking about this in a bank. And then um, there was this lady in Toronto. She was Korean. But um, this man started lambasting her and, um, you know, really being blatantly um, prejudiced against, you know, people from China. Even You know, he thought she was from China, even though she wasn't. But, you know, it got it got really bad. Nobody did anything. Everybody just sat there and listened to this guy. So it's really important that we stick together and it's not really going to help the situation. So, you know, I was seeing, I guess the symbol for fish sometimes is like a, a sideways eternity symbol. It sort of looks like that. So it's about balance. So I, I guess seeing this fish has to do with, you know, this balance and with this feminine energy balancing this out. Um, Gord Downey, um, a singer who was a tragically hip, um, he he did a concert a few months... I'm trying to remember if it was CBC. It doesn't really matter. It was on television, Canadian television. And it was right across the country and the Prime Minister went and what he's he he has a brain tumor and you know it's i don't think he has that much longer to to go but he's standing up for aboriginal rights and talking about healing of the schools that these kids were taken away from their families and you know brought to these places and you know he's been encouraging um the prime minister of canada to look at all these different things and see what they can do to 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 facilitate this healing. So, you know, I just see you know this sort of thing. I talk about things in and I'm seeing that energy and it's shifting into something different too. The two infinity symbols turning into eights. And then, you know, the the energy balancing on both sides, but it's still, you know, not together. These two realities aren't to- totally together. But then I saw, you know, t- two nines. And nines is usually the end of something in a beginning. So it's, it's, it's about right now, it's about adaptability. And, you know, getting through this you know another thing i um i woke up one morning about a week ago and i got the message the doll is dead so you know they're holding consciousness and i really think that that is is gone so some type of dark energy is being um shifted within humanity i think on the last show i talked about and the changing of energy and that sort of thing so if you want to get a little more information 
about that. I talked about it on the August 17th show, the last show I did. So it, it's amazing, you know, um, the the divine energy, I, I believe, was working overtime to clear a lot of this um, dark energy within humanity. And we've gone through that dark period. I'm not saying it hasn't, it, it's totally gone, but a lot of it is, you know, has been cleared. And a lot of this stuff coming to the surface. And it's like, you know, these two realities are, are basically a reflection of each other. So this is kind of um, getting back to this healing time. And, you know, this is also a time of waiting. Fish are delicate creatures, but they mean, you know, they're all over the world. They're in the ocean. It's where we came from. You know, it, it's it's quite interesting. So, you know, I, I want to talk about something different. It's, it's sort of off topic, but it's related to that. You know, it's funny. You know, they have in the U.S. and now in Canada, they have this Black Friday sale. Well, the day before Black Friday, I have this iPhone I've had for a while, and, and it's held up through a lot and, you know, I took it to Cuba and it got wet and it lasted, it's still been going on. But on that day, it just went out. <laughs> so I had to go get a new phone. And then I, I tried to get a, um, I have an iPhone, so I tried to get a 5S because I couldn't get the phone that I had because it's, you know, it's about eight years old. So I, um, you know, the, the two phones that were the next, step up I couldn't get and so the place I went to a couple of places and I got into the lineup and just before I was supposed to get it they were sold out so I thought okay I got I got to go back to where my phone carrier is and get get this phone so I ended up getting a 6s so it's just really funny that um you know that that happened on that day <laughs> I, I you know I don't know why but um Anyway, I noticed somebody's called in, and if you would like, um, you know, to speak, I'll just check into it. Area code seven two zero. Good morning. It's, uh, fifth Dim- oh hi, it's Diane from uh, Fifth Dimensional Radio. Are you at work? Hi, Diane. No, I'm not at work. Um, I am um, actually just. On my way back home, how are you this morning? Not too bad. I, it sounded like you were chinking something. <laughs> it Some probably noise. was the window Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you talk and drive at the same time? Or? Yes, yes. I'm not holding the phone or anything. Oh, okay. My my son was driving to work this morning, and he kind of let me have know that... Um, Somebody had rear-ended them, or him, and took off on him. So, oh, wow. you know, I was, what I'm really saying to people is, you know, the, the dark side of people has really come out, and it's, it's, it's important that people take responsibility. I'm not just 
talking about in that instance. These things are totally to Yes. Families are turning against each other just because of who they voted for in the election. In the U.S., mm. I'm talking about. Yes. And, you know, there's been riots and different things. And, you know, some of us look at all this stuff and they go, what the heck is going on? But that's why I'm talking today, because it, it, it has to do with, you know, these different realities and the way people are seeing things. Some, you know, some of us have expanded our consciousness and are, you know, like going to a different type of consciousness. And so, some people ha- aren't, and uh, we have to understand that's what, you know, basically what's going on. Well, I don't know what you think about yeah. that. I totally agree with you. I agree with you. It, it is. It's a whole nother, um You can just tell even just dealing with people that they're, they're not ashamed to express their hate. Like, they're not ashamed. Like, since they're it, old, it never used to keep it kept it. Yeah, people used to keep it inside. Now they're not. Right? Exactly. They're not ashamed. They're not ashamed. They're not ashamed to to show it, to say it, or, or anything. And it's, it's very hurtful, you know. What's your name? To even, my name is Dee Dee. Dee Dee? Yes. That, that, I, that was my nickname when I was a little girl. Really? Yeah. I was thinking about it yesterday, too. That that name for some reason. I wrote it down. And that is my nickname as well as for uh, from a child as growing up. It's been Dee Dee. Huh? So um, we're, we're we're reflecting back to each other right now. Um, yeah. Is there any? Questions you want to ask, or is there anything you want to make a comment about, or? Um, I'm just uh, going through transition right now, waiting on an. Well, I'm speaking into existence, hoping to get approval for a home within the next 24 hours, so that possibly I could be moving um, this weekend with my family. So, just want to kind of get some insight on that. Well, I, 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 I'm getting good. <laughs> you know, Amen. it's all good. Yeah. Seeing the word good. Yeah. Good. So are you, where are you yeah. headed? I'm trying to stay in the same area. I'm actually in Colorado. It's actually 10 degrees right now <laughs> here with snow. Um but yet, I'm still grateful and wonderful to even be in the midst of it. You know, I can't complain. Like I tell people, you know, some people, they just complain about the weather. But for me, I say I can't complain about what God do, especially when he gives us the tools we need to prepare ourselves for when the weather comes in. So we just have to be grateful and just go with the flow. It's him that is in control of all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I'm enjoying, I am really enjoying the snow today. Yes, I am. Yeah, we have snow here too in Ontario. 
and it's cold too. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's been quite warm out actually until just yesterday. So, um, yeah, but the weather, they, they say that, you know, water holds emotion and, um, you know, the energy from snow is, is very strong. So, you know, yeah. and the, the, actually the tilt of the earth is is a it is almost like a miracle in itself, right? When things start yeah. to shift and then the snow comes. So somebody was saying, um, and I saw um, an article about it really snowing in Hawaii up in the mountains. Mm. It hasn't really snowed for a while, but all of a sudden it's snowing there. So you know, it's it seems like certain places that were it's it's like a balance. Okay, certain places that were really warm or cooler and places that were really cold are warmer. Yes. I would agree. Where people didn't get snow before they're getting it. That's beautiful. I know in Colorado the they have snow. Mhm. Yeah, so yeah we're apparently in England. Mhm. In England? Well, in England, they're supposed to be going to have a really bad winter this winter. You know, they get mild weather most of the time, right? But yes. I hear that already it's getting it's pretty cold there. And yet where I live, it's really usually very cold and it's been really mild. So Anyway, it's all yeah. interesting and but yeah, I guess right now um a lot of people aren't happy that Trump got in. But a lot of people no. were angry because... What's that? I said no. I said I'm I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, oh, oh okay. And uh, because, yes. you know, he basically brought forward all this stuff that everybody doesn't talk about. And, you know, it's just like kind of in your face. So... What it does is trigger. He's like a trigger. He's triggering it in everyone to bring that to the surface. So yeah. you know, in a way, it's not good, but in a, in a lot of ways, it is. It's actually kind of a reflection. You know, some people they call them reflectors. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Some people are manifestors. Some people are generators. Some people are, they call them reflectors. They, what they do is a reflection of what everybody else, you know, kind of has been doing. And I think he's mm-hmm. one of those people. But people just don't realize that he is. I think Michael Jackson was one of those people, too. And um, just his name, um, Sandra Bullock. Yes. So, you know, reflectors are people that, you know, carry that energy of what people have within themselves. So, it, you know, it's just kind of really big changes going on, but it, it's, it's what has been going on and a reflection of what's going on within us, you know. Yes, yes so, there's a lot of changes. On, you know, so like a whole lot of people going through 
uh, a transition, you know, a whole lot of change, especially by it being the end of the year. So mm-hmm. uh, kind of feel like a lot of things need to come to an end, come to a close in order for yeah, that's why we're seeing the noise. Yes, in order for new things to begin, you know, uh, yeah. for this coming year. So it's just a matter of, I guess, just preparing. Just prepare yourself. Yeah. You know, just just be, you know, just be open because um, things are going to come to an end, you know, and change yeah, is going to be, um, you know, all these changes and people are going to, people don't do well with changes. No, I mean, not everyone, but. No, they don't. People do do not do well with changes, but it's because of the attachment that we have to whatever it is that we have to either let go or, you know, adapt to the change from. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's the emotion it's, it's the emotion that we feel behind the change. You know what I mean? It's the emotion attachment that we have behind change, especially for some people that you have that are set in their ways. They just don't see no other no other way but their way. <laughs> and you, you know, know what? I'm going to say I'll... something, and people might get mad at me, but I think Trump's like that. But he's going to yes. have to make big changes. He's going to yes. have to do a lot of things to, I think deep down inside he really does want to help people, but he does have a lot of things that he has to work on, majorly. So... That is so true. I'm yes, just, he does. I, I'm praying that he he can do that. Yes, for the we sake just of everyone. Stay, just send him, just send him, send him light, uh, you know, a peace, love, and harmony. Yeah, that's what I've and, been doing. You know, yes, yes, and just you know, protection to to kind of you know to guide this country in the right direction that you know it needs to be on the up and up. You know, get us back huh. to the American way. You know what I mean? Because we have stepped away of America has stepped away stepped away from a lot of the old traditional ways, which um, yeah. which the traditional ways, which the traditional ways are good. Yet time has changed. So yet new things do does need to be implemented to support the traditional ways because of the generations that you know to come. But yeah. the change could be good. It's, it could be for the good is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know? I think what people want is, you know, truth and um, not all this doing things for money sort of thing. I mean, you know, everybody wants, you know, to have a comfortable life. But there's such a big difference in between, you know, the people that are ruling the country that, you know, I think 50% of them are millionaires. Mm-hmm. And the people that actually, you know, live in the country and, and work and do do everything. So, you know, there has to be kind of a, a, a more of a balance, I, I, yes, I think. I agree. So it's... It's an important thing that's going on right now. So if people can be patient and not react and try to balance their energy and 
meditate if they have to, if they get angry, because a lot of people are getting angry. And to to kind mm-hmm. of, like you said, give it up to a greater power because it goes beyond, you know, who we really are. I, I noticed somebody else has called in, so I should get to them. But, um, yeah. Dee, thanks so much for calling in. And I I greatly value your, um, you know, your opinion and your expressions and that sort of thing. And it's, you know, maybe we are able to see things beyond what other certain people can see, but maybe by them listening to it, you know, it'll be a little bit of a wake-up call. I'm hoping that's what happens, you know. And we're praying for it, that people, you know, be able to to do that. Okay, you have a a wonderful Christmas. You too. You have a wonderful Christmas. Yes, I do. You have a wonderful Christmas as well, Dee Dee, and a happy new year to you and your family, and peace, love, and blessings as well. Okay, I've got area code 818, and um, yeah. this is, hi, oh, it's hello. Diane. From, how are you? Hi, I listen to you for a long time, Diane, and I didn't expect you to I'm going to say your voice today. sounds familiar. You know, I have the same name. I'm also Diane. I'm from it's California. It's Diane Day. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That resonates well. Um, do you have a topic you're talking about? I heard you, well, you talking know, I about... I was talking about reflections and being two realities. So, what, you know, it doesn't surprise me that... And I was seeing the name Dee Dee yesterday. So, um, it doesn't surprise me that, you know, the name is, is like a reflection. Um, basically, did you hear the, any of the beginning of the show? No, I couldn't get my computer on. I, I four minutes before your show, I'm waiting, and it, and then all of a sudden, it's. I looked and I said, "What happened?" And, and I just came tuned in about three or four minutes ago. Can't hear you right now. Let me let me flip you in and out again. Maybe I can get you back. Okay, let's see. Where... I was. Oh, there, Hello? I can hear you now. For a minute there, I couldn't I was, hear you. Sorry about yeah. that. That's okay. I was just having a problem hearing you on my computer, so I called in to listen, and I've only oh. caught three or four minutes is what I'm saying. So I didn't hear the beginning um, of what you're talking okay, this about. Okay, that's kind of strange, isn't it? Well, maybe <laughs> people that are supposed to hear it are supposed to hear it, and people that aren't aren't. You know, it's it, it all those things don't. Don't you know? They don't surprise me. Basically, I was talking about how, you know, a lot of people are just not kind of being blatant about their expressions, like just coming out and expressing right. prejudice or being nasty and Correct. saying what I see you know, that too. Yeah. Right. And you know, families are breaking up, and people are not talking to each other. Friends that have been friends for fifty years, and all sorts of things. And I was just saying that Trump is a reflection of this energy. But the energy is changing. So good. I'm sure he's going to change. Oh, so we're good. Just, and I believe we're, that, too, that's part in of my what heart. We were talking about. Good. What's that? Good, good. You know what? I think he came to be a disruptor and to shake it up. And I yeah, think it's just what I a new, too. right, a new error 
And whoever he is, he represents that shakeup. If it wasn't him, it'd be someone else that would shake it up. So he was the one. But I think in his heart of hearts, he wants to do good and he wants to help the people. And if we give him that more from the heart, that's what we're projecting Mm -hmm. from who we are. And all we have is self, right? So everything is Mm -hmm. about within us and how we project our view on the world. Don't let anyone else control us. It's us controlling our own selves. You know, I, I can't mm. hate someone else because then I'm letting them control me, correct? Yeah. Do you agree? A lot of people don't realize that hate is actually what you just said. You know, it's Good. it's bringing all that energy to the surface and you're actually going against who you really are. Because right. we are love, you know. Right. But it, isn't it funny that with that election, the two main candidates, everything that was rotten about them came out. You're so right. Out of all the billions of people on the planet, how did these two get there? There's so many Yeah, I know, and I'm just saying, like... Oh, my gosh. (laughs) So when they get there, they're evil. It is. When you look at it, it, they're both reflections of, you know, like, basically what not to do. Yes, that's it. That is the perception. But if we check, right, it's all perception, right, Di? It is. It's your perception. Yeah. And that was, that's what they were projecting as a perception that, um, wow, I changed my perception real fast so I could cope with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are like scratching their heads and going, what the, you know, and they get angry because, you know, this person did this and this person did that. And then people separated because, they started, you know. Oh, you're right. Pitting. Oh, where I am in my neighborhood, against. if you were if you if you were Republican, they were they were pissed at you, or Democrat, they were pissed. You're right. They were just my own area, and I'm you know <laughs> things aren't so dramatic here. It's it's pretty um, upper scale, and to see that happening was very amazing. You're right. Yeah, and you're like. I, scratching your head and going what the heck's going on here like this doesn't make any sense but when you look at it the way i'm talking about it today it does make Uh sense and you know it it's it's not fun it's like almost like the i i I, I see this thing it's like energy hitting a fan you know like shit hit the fan it's like and it's a mess (laughs) yeah yeah, but it's we can clean it up. <laughs> we can get beyond that. But I believe you know, that too. and a lot Thank of God. people mm-hmm. are angry because they see like the whole society. They see through it now and how it's been fixed and how it's been manipulated. And and you know, when a person sees that, they get angry. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know what? You know, we have the ability to to really pursue and imagine anything we want, and then we create it. So as an individual, you change what you don't like about yourself, and then outside changes around you. But what happens, first of all, it comes to the surface, right? Yes. Um, oh, I, hi. Okay. Um, what happens is, you know, when I, I used to work as a psychiatric nurse and I did cognitive therapy with people. And one of the things that started happening 
was that they all this stuff would you know when they started looking at stuff and they weren't trying to not to bury it it comes to the surface and then they get angry so basically as a collective a human collective that's what we've been doing not all of us but most of humanity uh-huh. have been sure. doing that and that's, you know so that's a good observant yes i like hearing that mhm <laughs> So, so, you know, we shouldn't feel bad about it. Um, you know, I had one, I was doing a show, I guess, about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. And prior to me doing the show, I got two of my friends, and they're both older people, and they started talking about being abused as children. And I thought, why are they calling me, and, you know, like uh, telling me, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, right. people actually... You know, I have a, the energy that allows people to express themselves. But um, just on this particular day, this guy said, a friend of mine, an older friend, said, you know, he had no recollection of what happened to him. And then all of a sudden he just had it. And he had to phone me to t- talk to me about it. And then somebody else did that. So I think at that point people were starting to bring things to the surface, Right. As a collective, Absolutely. humanity was doing that. Yeah. And, yes. And that started over and a year ago. To you, and proving to you that what you believed in was absolutely proof that you were right. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly, wow, that, because there's a reflection for you on everyone that comes into your life, for yourself. I'm yeah. sure you know that. So, so that was powerful. That, that's a great story. I'm, I'm a connector, which means you are. that... I know what that I, A lot of but, things yeah. and that happen around me. I barely have to do anything. It just comes my way. But um, I was at um, visiting a friend in a um, in a senior's residence, and then my daughter gives gives me a call and lets me know, you know, that her grandfather was being put in a senior's residence. Exactly. Everywhere. No accidents, like you said. And he he was being he was in the same spot as this lady I was visiting, and then um, a friend of mine last week drove me to go meet this lady, and then I got this funny feeling that I should go see, you know, my grand my 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 child's um, my children's grandfather, so I go there, and there hasn't been anybody there all day, but I see my sister-in-law my ex-sister-in-law that I haven't seen in like 18 years. Uh So, you know, stuff like that happens all the time. You know, when it doesn't happen, I'm surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Right, because you are in such that. You see, you're the teacher showing you how, showing us that everything is synchronicity. And when you walk the path and you get out the door and you live life, this is how easy it is. Life is easy, Diane. It really is. When you when you live in the moment and you see what's around you, there's all your questions and answers right there. Just yeah, just right, right there. Yeah, I right start seeing fish it. everywhere, you know. And and so I'm going to talk about that in a, in a few minutes about what the fish means. And then you oh, know great. I was talking bef- before you called in about how fish in a school swim together and they work together. You know, sometimes there's a big fish that comes along and they, you know, safety in numbers, right? That's why I was right. saying that it's not a time to riot and separate right now. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, in the U.S. or anywhere in the world, that, you know, we're becoming smaller globally because of the Internet and everything else. We, we really have to stick together because, you know, there's one the more of us that think a certain way, you know, as a collective, that's when the wow. shift happens, right? And it is happening. Yeah, it is, 100%. So, so now it's to embrace Trump and the world to really feel the healing and give the love and the prayers that it will come, it will be right instead of fighting him. That's crazy because he's there now. And and yeah. we have to go with it, as you said, and feel and feel the collective. Boy, I the have system so that's I, been I love this conversation. <laughs> yeah, this the system yeah. that's been plaguing the planet, you know, like that has been controlling the political arena you know, around the world is you know, people aren't gonna put up with it. The humanity has oh, no. shown the that they're not going Right. Where are you? Are you in Canada? Is that right? I'm in remember? Canada. Right. And England. Uh, yeah, they, they voted to, you know, go against being with the European, um, I, I don't even remember what it's called, but anyway. And then in Iceland, they voted against, you know, the banks and took care of them. So it, it's happening, you know, and, and people, you know, are ma- people are mad about what happened, but... At the same time, as a unit, that's who they voted for. Exactly. It, it was, and that's who. And thank God they won because they have a voice now. Yeah. It's, it's, but it's, as, it's, you know, we. It's not separation right now. It's unit, unity, consciousness, good. collective. Okay consciousness that's what's important right now it's it's the individual's important we're all important but that collective consciousness is is very important right now and that's by what to be that is by healing with love feeling prayers of being a part uh, how do you explain that guy well um right <laughs> now you know if people were going to ask me what they could do to help and make things better on the planet, I would say, you know, pray for unity, that instead of division amongst us, that we, you know, work towards, you know, and oh, you know what I was just thinking, you know, in the Mayan calendar, they they said the ninth level was unity consciousness. I believe that anyway. That number, you know, and I kept seeing the eight, for what? So, oh, the eight. Pardon me. What do you? Well, I was seeing see like eight, uh, you were cut out. Oh, okay. I was seeing um, like two separate realities. You know, I I I, I straddle okay. two different Fine. realities. So You're I'm good. not You're just in one or the uh-huh. other. And I was talking at the Perfect. beginning of the show about people being in two different realities, and that's why oh, they see things in a different way. Like some people have, you know. Thought well, Hillary's a good one, and then other people were saying that Trump was the good one, and they were, you know, like to- in totally different realities. And I was, yeah. you know, like I'm seeing both sides, you know. But so what I was seeing was, um, you know, the fifth dimensional reality and the three dimensional reality. 
kind of trying to balance each other out. And there was like two eights on one side because I keep getting these, you know, double eights all the time. And then the other side was like a, you know, like a, a seven and a one or another number, but that's 3D reality. There's, there's, you know, it it takes more to balance. Yes. 3D, yes, but 5D is not in linear time and space, and it's in a higher frequency. But I was seeing right. both sides suddenly, you know, like shifting, and then I kept, you know, and I was seeing like two, like two nines. So oh, okay. that has something to do with the unity consciousness and and um you know as a collective you know a lot of people think that some of us are going to go to one reality and some of us are going to the other reality but you know i was seeing this thing where the earth was cut in two and there's separation but it's trying to get back you know it's trying to merge it's trying to that consciousness is trying to merge so Right now, you know, everything that uh, people have had karmically and everything else, and they're holding within themselves, they've been purging over the last few years. Because to shift consciousness and to expand your energy, you can't be holding all this kind of dark stuff. So, you know, it's just a bit of kind of a process. And I've been, you know, talking about it, but I haven't done a radio show since August. Because I miss you. (laughs) Because why? Because you're experiencing everything. There there was a lot going on, and I had a lot going on. Didn't feel like there was anything I could really share that would be constructive. You know, like because when I do radio show, I do it in the moment for what really is important for humanity, but in the positive light. And I wanted to have you know, be totally positive. I love that. So you're so honest and I'm so happy you're here because that's such a positive light. That's what you're sharing right now for coming back because it is good stuff. You have such great, really insight and wisdom. I love your shows, Di. I call you Di because that's what people call me. I should say Diane because I bet no one calls you Well, people call me Di. Oh, you do? Yeah, that's what, okay. Because it keeps coming out. Okay. It's a good. So I, I, I get love... called everything but the kitchen sink sometimes. No, I'm just joking. But um, you know, yeah. So it, it's it's good finished. to kind of reflect. And, but also, you know, I was seeing a lot of reflections of things. You know, of reflections. But you know, there's always a distortion in a reflection, right? Like if you look right. in the mirror and you look back at your reflection, it's not really what other people see. You know, if you if what I'm saying, if you don't have a symmetrical face or whatever, you can totally look different. If you take a I picture agree. of yourself, and you know, some you get somebody to take a picture of you, and then you take a picture of yourself in a, in a mirror, it, you look different. I agree. People I, might not notice it, but yeah. I do. <laughs> so. We Boy, just, what Trust we're me. releasing is those reflections. It's between both things. It's like the gummy stuff, the stuff that we really don't want to look at, right? It's been secret, but we're going through all these eclipses and opening our eyes. You know, I think in the the Hebrew religion, 58 means to open, 
open up one's eyes. It, 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 the word means that. And I was just okay. saying at the beginning of the show, um, what's really funny, I was born on January the 16th. This is 2016. I was born in 1958, and I'm 58. So this is kind of a magical year for oh. me. Yes, but I, I agree. think you know that this number five eight is really interesting because I had the double five eight, so I started seeing it everywhere and and knowing that. So I looked it up, and I talked about it on one show. I don't exactly remember what I said, but it's like doubly opening your eyes, you know, like really opening your eyes. So this has been sure. the year where people have really been kind of had the water thrown up <laughs> and you had to wake up really suddenly. Yeah. But it's just, you know, like I said, my I'm the reflection of this kind of energy. So it really shows up around me. You know? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So because you are awake. And we all have it. All we have to do is flash open our eyes. And and we have the same reflections right in front of us of our own path. I love that. Yeah. You're right. That's it. It's, 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 and that's what I believe in my, I've always gotten everything I've wanted. I I Mm -hmm. say that because it's true. It's so easy. It's so easy to walk the right path for me. And even if, even if you have a struggle, you look at it as a a stepping stone. So when you embrace it, it doesn't come back and you grow and Bada bing, you know. Yeah, but you, you've no seen good. that, but other people don't. They they figure when something like that happens, you know, they've got bad luck and they kind of bring it on to themselves because they don't, they focus on that, you know. It's, it's, it, it's a shame, but maybe the more they expose themselves to, you know, another idea or another way of thinking, it'll rub off and then they can benefit. And that's well, what the more share. people that do it, you know, like because we're innovators, we're doing it. You know, yeah. more of us that do it, the more as a collective consciousness, people will be able to do it. And I can see that it happening already. Dream, yay! And that's why I think it's a it's going to be fine in the United States. I I I feel it's it's a good stir up and it's a good combination for. For a change, which people really need, even though our current president made the stock market go from six percent to sixteen percent, I mean, he he has helped the economy. It's yeah. not, you know, and when Trudeau got in, it, the economy positive. went downhill in, in Canada. <laughs> so that is a good thing. I'm saying it can it can go either way, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that was great. Anyway, I'm glad you called in. Yeah, I I recognize thank your voice. And, thank you. Thank you. Know, you, thank it, you. It, it, it gives somebody, you know, the, the listeners that are listening some, you know, hope that you know it's just a kind of a process, and it's it's not easy, and it pisses a lot of people off, but at least they're expressing it, right? But the thing's not yeah. to cause riots yeah. and go out and, you know, shoot people exactly. and, do, and do that sort of thing. It's better to express, the, you know, verbally maybe or to write it out 
you know, if you're angry and you don't like what's going on, just, you know, write about it. And it'll That's it'll it'll be released. Yeah. Such healthy words. Oh, Diane, I'm so happy you came back on. We love you. You're, you're <laughs> such a really. You're such okay. a beacon of okay. light. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. Anyway, I'll get back and read the, the stuff that I was going to read about the fish and different things and kind of. Oh, I'm excited. You know, I'll listen. I, I, I just want people to have hope and, you know, to know that it's it's like a process that humanity has been experiencing. And it's it's not an easy, but it's going to get better. So, anyway. And we only see Okay, will you have a good. Um, Thank you, love. I will. <laughs> next little while, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? You take care. Okay. So there's a lot going on right now and a lot of people not understanding what's happening. But, you know, it's it's people's reality. You know, I might have one sense of something and somebody might have another, but I try to look at what everybody's experiencing. And, you know, that's that's important to unify everyone, you know. So getting back to the symbolic meaning of fish, I use this site sometimes it's called what's your sign.com symbolic meaning of fish so www.what's-your-sign.com forward slash symbolic dash meanings dash of dash fish dot html um you know it, it's pretty profound when I every time I turn the TV set on or go anywhere I start seeing fish everywhere. You know, I was turned on the TV this guy was talking about cooking fish and then I turned on another time just not that long after that and the wife was asking her husband to clean the fish tank. You know, there was a lot of things going on about fish. And people were calling me and you know saying how do you cook this type of fish and I I'm, I'm thinking okay there's something going on here. So to really appreciate the symbolic meanings of fish, we must consider the watery domain. So, you know, the, the the emotional energy right now is pretty strong, right? Water holds the ancient symbolic meaning dealing with subconscious and depth of knowledge. So, humanity is releasing a lot of things they've been holding on a subconscious level. And, you know, Water contains the mysteriousness of the unknown. You know, there, there's the known and the unknown. And, you know, some people like myself, we talk about the unknown because we have that part of ourselves that's opened up, the higher chakras that open us up to the knowing. So, the, you know, this. she goes on to say, consider the, the, the murky depths of the ocean. We never know quite what to expect there. And... Really, when you think about it now, what's been going on in the politics and everything else in the U.S. and around the world, we don't know what to expect. So even seasoned oceanic explorers are still awed by their findings from the deep. You know, all of a sudden, this creature that nobody's ever seen before shows up, okay? So we have to be prepared for, for things like that. It holds mystery to us, endless mystery, water in the ocean. It re- represents what 
is certainly there but cannot be seen. Okay? And that's being released to us, so that's pretty amazing. I don't think that's happened for a long time. And water has also been known to be the womb, symbols such as the emblem of birth, fertility, and womanness. This association comes from many flood myths and from the water springs life concept. You know, another thing that's been going on too, the ice caps have been melting and the water levels have been going up. So, you know, there's more water. So, you know, there's always a reflection of this energy and it's it's happening right now. So given the wonder that its domain holds, the fish too has similar symbolic meaning and there are numerous species of fish, but the creature in general holds some prime symbolic meaning. So it has to do with fertility changing, you know, like I was talking about how the number eight's changing to the nine. It's like a kind of an ending, but um, a new beginning of this fertility, eternity, you know, I was seeing the figure eight and the eternity symbol and the double eternity symbols, the 16, you know, it's 2016 and my birthday's on the 16th. So creativity, so a different type of creativity, but it has to do with the feminine energy. And I was talking at the beginning of the show how people have been attacking the feminine energy, but we just have to be aware of what's going on, right? And fish mean good luck and happiness and knowledge and transformation. I know when sometimes in a dream, if there's a dead fish in the dream, it means there's something um, sneaky going on that's coming to the surface. So the fish was sacred to the Greco-Roman mythology where it held symbolic meaning of change and transformation. So it has to do with that energy too. So a lot of big changes and transformation and what's been going on, you know, all over the world. So we see this in the myth of Aphrodite, which was the goddess of love, and heroes when they turn themselves into fish in order to escape from the ferocious Typhon. In Christianity, the fish is a symbol of abundance and faith as absorbed in the biblical stories of the fishes and the loaves. And there's several biblical references as Christ and, and his disciples being fishers of men. Here man is represented as a transformational fish, and the ocean is a symbol of the abyss of sin in which man finds himself. So, you know, there's been a lot of darkness coming to the surface. The water is releasing that. And then they go on to talk about pagan traditions. The fish as a feminine symbol of fertility and the attribute of the goddess. And water is a natural emblem of the flow of the Divine Mother principle. And as such, all creatures of the water, including fish, or aspects of the fertility and the power of the feminine, okay? As an ancient Celtic symbol, the symbolic meaning of fish, salmon specifically dealt with knowledge. You know, there's a lot of um, fat in the salmon, right? And there's a lot of fat in the brain. So holding this knowledge, wisdom, inspiration, and prophecy, and the ancient Celts believed that the salmon derived its wisdom from consuming the sacred hazelnuts from the well of knowledge. And then they talk about Segeis, S-E-G-A-I-S, so the well of knowledge. Further, they believed to eat the salmon would mean gaining the wisdom of the well, too. So it's it's pretty uh, amazing, the symbology of the fish. 
and ancient Eastern Indian mythology, the fish is a symbol of transformation and creation. This is observed in the ancient flood myth in which Vishnu transformed himself into a fish to save the world from the great flood. So in this form, he guided man's, or King Manu's boat, which contained the select few survivors and seeds of life to recreate the world after the flood, you know. Ancient Africa, creation myths tell of Mangala, the creator planting seeds in the cosmic womb. From these seeds, two fish erupt. Yeah, you know, when you you see the um, some symbols of fish, they look almost like a, an eternity symbol, right? And then you see the two fish. So I was I was basically seeing that when I was having this vision this morning. So from these two seeds, two fish erupted and were set forth into the cosmos upon the waters of creation. We see from this myth the symbolic meaning of fish yet again deals with fertility and creativity. So, you know, humanity is taking on this new energy and this creative energy comes from the divine feminine, you know, part of all of us, okay? So by embodying the, the new phase of initial life, and they, they actually have uh, twin symbols, um, and they, you know, you can go back and look at that when you look at this. So in, in the koi fish in China is a symbol of unity and fidelity. So I was talking about unity consciousness, you know, the fish swimming together and that sort of thing. It's really important right now for humanity. You know, they swim, these types of fish, the koi, swim in pairs. So they're given as wedding gifts and and you know, charms or figurines and fertility and perfect union. So this, you know, double symbolism is is really important. So somehow this energy is um, the two realities is being transfigured right now. And, you know, what we feel within us and what we manifest around us is what appears in front of us so if we see this as a transition time that'll be easy as a collective we will do that you know some people may have you know be frustrated and express themselves maybe not the most positive way but that's all a part of it too in buddhism the fish symbolizes happiness and freedom so you know it's also that and it, it makes an appearance as one of the eight sacred symbols of Buddha. So there's that number eight again. So the conch, the lotus, the parasol, the wheel, the knot, the pair of golden fish. You know, I talk about, um, you know, the golden flower and that expression. Uh, the banner of victory in the vase. So, you know, it's it's an expression of creativity, fertility, love, and then working together, okay? So they talk about the Norse in ancient European cultures, the symbolic meaning of adaptivity. You know, we're going through times that aren't easy, but it's important that we adapt and we stick it out, determination and flow of life. It was observed by these cultures that fish often display enormous attributes of adaptivity in the wild and they adopt these characteristics for themselves 
Salmon were commonly revered for their determination, their annual pilgrimage to spawning grounds. So it's pretty interesting, you know, when you look at these, the symbolism and what you see around you. So if you start seeing fish and different symbolisms for fish, you know, look at that. And um, Don Shapiro, one of my friends, and he's a writer, he um, posted this article, and it's focused on more on what you have in common. You know, I started seeing things about unity and holding things together. And, you know, when I start seeing those things, you know, you could look at all the planetary alignments and they could tell you the same thing and what's going on. But really, everything around you is an indication of what, you know. And it's it's a blog, blog, the wellness universe.com forward slash focus more on what you have in common. So this is, um, you know, by Don Shapiro. It says, as you travel on your journey through life, you deal with all kinds of people. You have your immediate family, extended family, close friends, acquaintances, co-workers, and Facebook friends and more. Some of those relationships run smoothly and others don't. You know, especially with this change within humanity, people are actually you know, divided, right, in two different realities. It's important we bridge those two realities. So some connections work out better than others. You may have noticed recently that some people you consider good friends have parted ways. And we were talking about this with even political parties and who your opinions and your differences opinion. And we can all feel the disturbance in the fabric of life as media exposes us to the worst of what people can become. So it might be a good time to step back from all this and examine our personal relationships, whether close or distant. It would be too easy to simply place blame for or discord on the other person, you know. But they're a reflection of us. You know, we got to think about that too. He doesn't say that there, but I'm saying that. We can justify ourselves by believing we've done all we can. It isn't us, it's them. Look what, what you focus on and what you don't. You know, it may be more to what occurs in human dealings that lies under the surface, you know. But things that lay under the surface, because of the water symbolism and everything, it's the subconscious coming to the surface. You know, the fish swims to the surface. You know, it doesn't stay in the water all the time, right? Maybe it's time to look more inside of ourselves and discover what role we play and what happens to human interactions. So, you know, I do that. Sometimes it's not a pretty thing, but you know, it's it's important that we do do that. And it's part of living in now consciousness, letting things flow in the now. So how much of what occurs in our relationships and connections come down to what we focus on and what we don't? Um, reflect on that for a moment. When you're dealing with someone, where do your thoughts go? Does, does it always come back to you? I know some people can't carry on a conversation you know, they've got to relate it all back to them. But what do you focus on the most, the least? What do you pay attention to and what do you ignore? So these are not idle questions. Our natural inclinations or inclinations about what we do and what we don't focus on shape our attitudes and actions. And those attitudes and actions don't have to be obvious to other people to pick up on them and react accordingly. You know, so some people are reacting to what, you know, Trump has been saying. 
he, he speaks, you know, sometimes he doesn't watch what he says, you know. Maybe he's got to learn to not just say what's on his mind, you know. And But what he's coming out and saying is what everybody's thinking, right? So we've got to think about those things. We respond to other people based on all the information we receive about them. Their energy and frequency are read by us at an unconscious level. So we just don't go by face value. We are we pick up on things around people and energy. You know, I may be more aware of it, but you know, people still do that. So their calmness or angst is also felt. We can sense their emotions and direct those emotions or be taking it. And, you know, we could either feel the warmth or the joy or suspicion and be angry. So it's just, you know, there's been times where I, I'm an empath, so I feel energy around me. And I, I have to understand that that's not m- what I'm feeling. It's what other people around me are feeling sometimes. And we have to access that. Or things that we bury deep in our subconscious now are coming to the surface. So we have to look at those things too. And it's no picnic, you know, but it's you can get through it, okay? It just isn't about our outward body movement and stated words that tell a story. Everything going on inside of us tells the other person the true story about us. So, so much of this is decoded at a subconscious level that we don't realize how much we're learning about that other person and how much they're learning about us. But we only see the outward reaction to the story we send others and the story they send to us. You know, the day of the American election i was seeing this is really weird i uh, there was a bobcat i thought was a cat but a big cat on on my fence and it wasn't jumping on the fence it was staying on the fence so i thought okay there's some people that are standing on the fence and i said once this um you know cat jumps off the fence it will be you know people will take one side or the other okay so it's just which side of the fence you're going to be jumping on. But the bobcat is pretty powerful energy. I might I might talk about that on another show, but if I, if I have time, I, I can talk about it today. So basically, what story are we telling other people? What are you telling people through your attitudes and your focus? You know, if your focus is on, um, you know, getting everybody out of the country and all that, you know, people aren't going to be very happy with that. So maybe you should be focusing, hint, hint, on something on something else, you know, unity and what you can do to make things better for people um, within the collective, okay? When we perceive differences between ourselves and others, it creates a moment that will determine whether our relation with that person goes. So... But sometimes maybe we should hang out with people that have different thoughts and different things than we do so we can learn more and look at that part of ourselves, okay? If we allow those differences to bloom in importance, they can appear larger than what we have in common. So there's more of a focus on what we don't have in common than what we do have in common, he's saying here. So what we have in common is the core where it allows civilization to survive you know at the beginning of the show i talk about what propels a civilization into the next step humanity is shifting consciousness and you know they're doing it maybe reacting in their survival mode you know it's important that we see beyond that 
when we minimize what we have in common and accentuate the differences, our connection with each other breaks down. So, you know, that's I wouldn't doubt that's why I'm seeing the fish. This is important. The differences have become more important because we have let them become more important. So, basically, we have to see and hold on to those things that we do have in common and that makes us that human collective. You know, maybe we belong to different collectives. I do. I belong to a whole bunch of them. But it's important we find those things that make us cohesive and swim together and stay together. So, it takes two to tango, they say, yet in many cases, it's just one person can keep their focus on what they have in common with the other is a better chance that the differences can be put into perspective, okay? And we really have to do that now because there is strength in numbers, strength in collective. Unity consciousness is where we're headed. You know, that Aquarian age, the you know, the fish and all the other stuff. So, this will give you some a lot to think about when you go within yourself. You know, what things do you have to look at about yourself that will help you within this collective consciousness? How do we keep ourselves focused on what we have in common? You know, as the humanity, we can help the other person shift the focus in the direction as, as well. To, to be more focused in what we have common. And it takes two to turn a difference into something major and destructive. And, you know, we don't want that happening right now. We have so much in common. Everyone on the planet Earth has much more in common than they have differences. Why do we focus so much on the differences instead of this rich tapestry of all what we have in common? You know, I kept saying tapestries too. So, you know, actually fish in tapestries. So we're all part of this big picture or this big tapestry. So, And we're all interacting. You know, like I talk about it being a connector. Connectors are people that connect different people together. And I'm a connector in that I connect realities too. We all have our gifts and we're all here for a purpose. You know, everybody, everybody has their own special gifts, okay? So never, ever forget just how much you have in common with everybody else. It doesn't matter their background, their religion, their culture, their politics, their education, or their way of life. We all have so much more in common than these differences. So it's important that, you know, we do that. And, you know, Don, thank you so much for writing this article. You just put into words what I was feeling, okay? You know, I, I do write about it, but he, he put it in a very comprehensive article focus more on what you have in common and it has to do with this unity consciousness this wellness universe the emotional energy we can rise up above you know all this negativity and things that have been going on and you know of course there there is a um this energy that wants uh, you know like humanity not to shift consciousness but that's not happening so you know i'm just saying this is what i'm seeing so maybe i'll talk a little bit about you know the uh, the other animals i've been seeing you know i put um 
this um, bird seeds and this suet in my backyard, but this squirrel figured out how to get the suet open, <laughs> smarty pants. So I'm going to have to um, wire it shut. But, you know, I thought, okay, this little guy, you know, this is supposed to happen. So I read from the book Animal Speak, the magical and spiritual powers of creatures great and small, the spiritual and magical powers of creatures great and small by Ted Anders. He passed away in 2009, but he, this, a lot of his um, words and about animals are pretty profound. This is 316, the squirrel, the keynote, activity and preparedness. So, you know, we're getting prepared for something pretty amazing. The cycle of power year-round. Everybody is familiar with the squirrel, and it is a member of the rodent family. It is often seen scurrying around. It's always busy or bursting with nervous energy. And they can be quite social, but they don't like strange squirrels, you know. So maybe that's, you know, part of what's going on. Humanity has this energy, and, and maybe in some ways I've been focusing on the differences, but it's important that we work together, okay? They're, you know, they're scrounging for food and digging in holes. And, you know, part of humanity has been doing that. And they've been digging deep. You know, things have been coming to the surface. So they have a very strong, keen sense of smell. So, you know, you could have something buried in your yard and they'll find it if it's, you know, especially if it's nuts. There's two main types of squirrels, the gray and the red. I've been seeing the gray and the brown lately. I haven't seen too many red ones. And then the black one I saw, too. And it's the more aggressive strain than the gray. The one I've been seeing the most is um, a gray one with little brown ears. He's, he's quite cute, a little fatty, too. And, you know, um, I guess the gray is found most within the city, and this, the red is found in the forest. So, And then there's the flying squirrel, which um, does not really fly, but it stretches its skin and glides from one tree to to the other and unlike the gray and the red it is nocturnal so it doesn't like being disturbed during the day and owls are the chief squirrels chief predators so you know read on the what the owl means you know it has something to do with looking deep within yourself too and some darker energy at times the red squirrels are the sentinels of the forest, and they chatter in school when strangers appear, and it seems that they're quite literally reporting the news that all can hear. And it's more aggressive, the red squirrel, and it's much better fighter than the larger gray. And the marten is the red squirrel's most dangerous enemy, and it should be studied as well. So it, red squirrels have two litters a year for two to seven young. Within 12 weeks of birth, they're usually capable of being on their own. The 12-week cycle will be good to examine in regard to your life if the red squirrels come to you. So the red squirrel is the most common, the most enthusiastic, uh, or the gray squirrel is the most common, the most enthusiastic. Like all squirrels, it does not hibernate. builds its nest in the hollows of trees or treetops. The nests are usually ball-shaped, and the entrance is on the, the side, even though it is larger than the red is if confronted the gray we usually run and avoid any fight it's uh, predominant predecessors are foxes and raptors such as the owl and the hawk gray squirrels like the red usually have two litters per year and they also are able to do so on their own um, about 
you know, after about 12 weeks. So I kept seeing this number two, okay? So two groups of eight and two groups of nine. So it's something sh- shifting within the energy. All squirrels can be quite sociable. They wrestle for play. And they're extremely observant and initiative. You know, they imitate. The imitation of other squirrels is how they learn. Individuals with squirrel totems learn by best by, you know, watching. I guess. So they're quite communicative. They chatter, and you know, they're heard in the trees when they're playing or when they're disturbed. And their bushy tails add to their expressiveness. You know, I've had some of them kind of walk right up to me and chatter right up to me. You know, they're talking to me and they don't back down, so it's 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 pretty hilarious. But, you know, when other people come up, they take off, but for some reason my energy, you know, they they don't feel afraid of my energy. So every squirrel is unique and its medicine will be activated differently for everyone. If a squirrel scampered into your life and examined your own activity and preparedness, are you too active? Not active enough, or you're not planning at all for the future distance or near? Are you becoming too erratic, running into and from it, and not accomplishing anything? Do you need to learn how to save and ration on any level? So maybe the, little, the squirrel was telling me you should um, be saving a little bit more, you know? It depends on the circumstances, okay? Are you too hung up on collecting and accumulating? Do you have to give some things up? You know, humanity right now may have to give some things up. And change is not easy. And, you know, I was talking about balancing energy right now. We're really balancing energy. Squirrels can teach us to balance within the circle of gathering and giving out. If we're, we are doing too much of one and not another, the squirrel may appear to help us. So, you know, for a while there, I had some friends that needed my help, and I was helping them, but there were things I had to do. And, you know, I was going to taking some courses and, and different things, and I had to kind of focus on that sort of thing for a while, too. We should make time for to socialize and play. Work and play go hand in hand, and the work will help, you know, create problems and become more difficult and less fruitful. So if we don't take that time, and we don't do the work, it's just going to make more problems. So, you know, it's it's important right now. And I, the whale was another thing that I've been seeing or stuff that had to do with whales and that sort of thing. It has to do with the feminine energy too. And this is on 321 of Animal Speak. And, you know, the, the people of the Arctic are also considered the most careful observers of nature for this would only in, uh, enable them to survive the most unforgiving of climates. So the Inuit had a special relationship with the bowhead whale, and their legends tell how it was the most magnificent creation the great spirit ever made. There are 90 or so different species of whales, including dolphins and porpoises. There are sperm whales, killer whales, pilot whales, narwhals, hump whales, whale and the larger mammals on the planet, blue whales, all whales have blow holes on which they exhale. Imitating the sprouting breath of whales can aid in freezing your, freeing your own creative energies. So it's important right now, I guess, that uh, we express ourselves. But it, it's important also that we express ourselves in a positive way. So they have this um, blubber that insulates and stores energy, 
you know, when it gets, especially in the water, they they need that, right, to insulate your organs. They can teach you to insulate yourself and use your own creative energies more conservatively. All whales also conserve oxygen underwater by, by decreasing the blood flow to areas of the body where it's not essential. So whales have an ancient knowledge of how to use the creative force of breath for the variety of reasons. So I guess this is what's um, changing within humanity too, is um, you know that has to do with the energy and the breath and the expansion of energy. So they they also talk here about sharp teeth in which whales catch and eat fish and other marine animals, and they you know, mostly eat fish, squid. So this is where it's taking in the food that I was talking about, the fish, okay? So this is very important in the fish totem, too. So, you know, what I talked about earlier. Um, Baleen whales do not have teeth. Their mouths are lined with bony plates made of hardened keratin. They strain seawater through these plates, feeding on the plankton or sea life within. So the the baleen whales are the largest, and the humpback member of the baleen family is the most noted for its wonderful song. The beautiful sounds are sung by males, and each breeding season brings with it the corresponding song that changes. This reflects the ability of the whale to teach us how to create thought through sound and song. You know, I I was seeing a lot of stuff and listening to a lot of singing recently. Uh, My niece is singing in the play... And you know what? This is really weird. She's singing in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> this doesn't surprise me at all right now. And it start. I'm trying to think of the date it started. It wasn't this past Saturday, but the Saturday before that. And that's when that energy really started to shift. I'm just realizing this now myself. Isn't that strange? And it reflects the ability of the whale to teach us how to, to create through the sound and song, adjusting it to the time and place an individual. So by drawing on your own creative instincts, you can bring forth your own song. And I've been doing a lot of songwriting and singing lately, too, so it does, that, this doesn't surprise me. So the whales also have a form of sonar echolocation. And just as you know, the bats have their own kind of system, they have their own system. This sensitivity of sound, again, links the whale to the primal creative sounds of life you know, that come forth from the primordial waters. That's why water is so important to the cohesiveness and what, you know, the emotion within us and the water within us all joins us in this unity kind of consciousness. You know, sound is the creative force of life directing and responding to its feedback. is part of what the whale teaches us. This can be used to tap hidden levels of your own mind or even to accelerate the manifestation of goals. So, you know, this the lady that called in Diane, she was talking about how what she creates comes to her, you know? And it's amazing what I create comes to me. You know, I've even craved chocolate when I've been doing a show and the doorbell rings and somebody's bought me a box of chocolates. You know, one time I was thinking about um this certain chocolate or um Actually, this certain kind of cookie I hadn't eaten in years, and I was thinking about it. My son brought a box home. So what what comes first, you know? Um, but we create our own reality, basically, okay? And in a physical realm, 
our frequency creates our physical form. And when we live in higher consciousness, our frequency higher, so we are more flowing. And it only stands to reason that it's like the flow of water, the river of life. And we live in that moment. So we're not all caught up in our differences. We think of, you know, how we're all reflections of each other in, in fifth dimensional consciousness. For um, They talk about Jonah and the whale. He lived in the belly of the whale before he came forth. He was given a second birth. So humanity is going through a resurrection, a second birth. You know, I've talked about resurrections. I was asked to do a healing on this child that was, you know, unconscious. And they didn't think he was going to come back. And I got the word resurrection. And I did this healing energy work on him. And he was able to reconnect and come back. When we learn to go deep within ourselves, the creativity that we awaken can re-resurrect our lives. And, you know, that's what humanity is basically doing now. They're dying to the old ways, bringing all this deep stuff to the surface and reconfiguring and transmutating and resurrecting, becoming a new being. So whales will occasionally breach, coming completely out of the water. The whale, people are very creative, but they have to come out of these creative waters. They must stay contact with the real world. So despite all that, we're connected to this world. You know, and some of us are connected to the fifth dimensional world while we've been in this world. So it's important that we don't lose, you know, we be or become lost in your own creative imagination. You have to connect to reality. Are you not taking it or using it in your outer life? Are you keeping everything inside and afraid to let it out? So this isn't the time to, you know, keep it inside. It's the unconscious that's coming to the surface. But it's also not a time to react to this release, okay? You know, we can react in a positive way, but what I'm talking about is a negative way, you know, shooting people and rioting and doing all that sort of stuff. So show the magnificence and power of your own creativity and let it flow. You know, you live in fifth dimensional consciousness, you won't hold it anyway. So if the whales are showing up in your life, you should examine your use or lack of use of your own creativity. Are you simply mimicking what others have done, like the squirrel? Are you building upon it in new and dynamic ways? So you're part of the collective unity consciousness, but you're still the individual creative um, energy within it, within the divine energy. We're all part of it. Are you applying your own creative intuition to old processes and life formulas? This and this alone is what imbues them with power and magic. So remember, the whale has a gift of the great spirit to, uh, to the Inuit people. The whale is a gift of the great spirit of the divine energy to all of humanity. It was what enabled them to survive. And it is what is going to allow humanity to go beyond this and survive this this big shift, you know. It was the most beautiful all beasts, but it had practical use as well, the whale as well. Creativity for the sake of creativity is not what the whale teaches. It awakens great depths, creative inspiration, but it also can add color and light to your outer life to make it more wondrous. You know, just think of a blooming energy, like almost like the, you know, what do you call those, the northern lights. 
Um, I think I was going to talk about another animal, but um, I, you know what? Um, every time I see a rabbit, it means humanity is springing forth and uh, expanding their consciousness. But it was funny the other day. Um, this rabbit came all the way up on my steps, and it's quite a few steps to climb up. You know, like about seven of them, and then it came all the way up to the top of the step and went down and took a big leap. So it's important that you know humanity, despite what's been going on in the world, to take a leap of faith and to really you know get beyond what's going on in this reality but to be still tied into this reality, okay? I've been seeing a lot of things, this is on a different topic, but it has to do with the humanity part of ourselves. Um, older people, like in their 90s, going to visit their spouses, and a lot of them have been men, and nurturing the feminine energy with their wives with Alzheimer's and you know nursing homes and stuff like that. So... I've been seeing a lot of that, so I guess that's what, you know, really is important right now, that we nurture that feminine energy. Some of it has been damaged in 3D, but it's, 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 um, there was something else I wanted to read. Let's just see. Uh, I did talk about that. Oh, oh, okay. You know, a lot of people, you know, want coal and, and fossil fuels to remain and they're they're polluting the environment and another one of those things is you know people say that windmills are eyesores or those solar things are eyesores but isn't pollution an eyesore anyway I, i'm just letting you know that I'm, I'm seeing a lot of this masculine energy now nurturing the weaker energy like you know there's this old man that's um walking a dog in a wheelchair you know and i it's pretty touching and you know men with little creatures and little children i'm seeing a lot of that so something's definitely shifting with uh, the masculine energy it's becoming more what it should be you know there's still a ways to go but it it's 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 getting there. Um, just seeing if there's any. Uh, I wanted to read about, oh, yeah, this Mercury retrograde that's coming up December the 19th. Um, this is darkstarastrology.com, uh, Mercury retrograde, comment page uh, 263. So it's, it's basically... Uh, but what is really, really weird, do you know that movie Eyes Wide Shut? And, um, you know, it has to do with underground and, you know, secret societies and different things that are kind of hidden. Um, in this article, I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing, like, a person standing there with a mask on their face, but they're going to take the mask off. So these, you know... And it goes, Mercury retrograde, December 19, 2016, fakes. So there have been people that have leading humanity to believe a certain thing that they're all this and all that, but they really don't have the best interests for humanity. And I, I believe that humanity is seeing this now. So 
they just talk about Mercury retrograde lasting from December the 19th, 2016 to January the 8th, 2017. So bridging kind of two different realities. 15 degrees of Capricorn to 28 degrees Sagittarius. You know, it's really funny. Um, my I'm a Capricorn, and uh, I'm, my moon is in Sagittarius. So I know that, you know, I'm here to do teaching and to bring this, you know, kind of changing energy and to, to balance the energy here. Anyway, it's interesting that this Mercury retrograde is basically opening humanity to that energy. So Mercury will station retrograde conjunct Pluto. And this is a very exciting and dramatic period, which is less about the usual travel and communication problems and more about deciphering secret code. You know, I, I was talking about seeing the 5858, 58, and it's like doubly opening your eyes. And I think back in August, I talked about um, the eclipses that were coming that you should go back and listen to that show where I talk about that. But there's also two stunning aspect patterns, the cradle and the ode, which are explained more detail later. So there's something to do with these double numbers. And this somehow this Mercury retrograde is opening us up. I, I, I keep seeing, um, oh, yeah, I forgot to, uh, to talk about something. But while I remember, okay, tomorrow, the numbers of the date are like one side and 2016 so six seven eight nine add up to be nine on one side and december the 8th 2016 if you add all the numbers up it also comes to nine so tomorrow's a special day too and it's an eight day has something to do with the double eights or this you know like um changing into the nine okay I don't think I talked about that at the beginning of the show. So if you write it out, you just put down 2016 on one side and then, uh, you know, the 8th of the 12th of 2016, add all those numbers up and it comes out to be that. But I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't had that vision that I had this morning about the the double 8s on both sides changing into 9s. And it means that there's a big ending of something and a, a start of something new. So it has to do with this Mercury retrograde partially that's coming up. And, you know, I could talk about about a whole bunch of different things, but there's so many different things going on that... Anyway, so Mercury's journey through these three decans can reflect the decans themes into the news. Mercury is stronger in some decans than others and may not mute or repress the decans' qualities the way you might think. Instead, Mercury could make that deck and feel hyper-real or surreal and dreamlike. Check for echoed fate or the mixed stars dates below. Retrograde hits are in purple. So it, it explains a little bit about this. So, um, you know, I was talking about reflections around us. You know, the fact that somebody called in with the name Dee Dee and somebody called in with the name Diane is a reflection of this energy too, okay? So, Anyway, they, they talk here about December the 9th to the 26th, 2016. Capricorn Deccan 2. 14 degrees Capricorn on Vega and Lyra the Harp. Mercury will hit this star three times. December the 17th, December 19th, and January the 27th. And give suspicious, reserved, bitter, thwarted ambitions, double dealing, secret enemies, and influential 
positions, trouble with the mother, loss in business, euphoric news or news that cannot be believed. So somehow this suspicious, nasty energy that um, has been polluting humanity is going to be brought out into the open. And I'm just going to have a drink of water because I've been talking for a while. And I haven't done a great deal of talking recently. Did a lot of meditation, a lot of inner searching and that sort of thing. So, and then it it, it talks about the 12 degrees Capricorn on Nuki in the vein of the archer's hand, Sagittarius. Mercury will hit the star three times, December 13th to 24th and 25th. So this time period, actually between December 13th to... Uh, January the 27th is is pretty powerful energy. So high government position, popular criticism, wealth, anxiety on account of illness or or to wife or mother. So you know I kept seeing the feminine energy as being injured and having to be, to some degree, not all all of it, but some of it being having to be nurtured. And they're talking about this now. So Mercury here is good for giving strength to tough Amazon types and super nannies, okay? It is a no-nonsense position, not a smooth talker and reserved in speech. However, in its silence, it is strong as an ox. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that I've been silent for a while because this energy has really been healing and a lot of stuff that has prevented it from healing has been coming to the surface of humanity. However, in its silence, as strong as an ox, it will support you more than any flowerly language can. Mercury here heals and nurses in a very hands-on practical. Magic is also another manifestant of this position. Here is the pagan who works in tune with nature. It is a robust work ethic of a farmhand. So, you know, getting that down-to-earth connection to the earth, you know, grounding yourself, Responsibility for children is emphasized here. School teachers or headmasters are on the news, but what Mercury Capricorn 2 really excels at is organization. It has the technical ability to know who to slot into what type of position. When Mercury closer to Vega, it has a more artistic bent. Fine craftsmanship can make beautiful, solid, solid objects that are functional. They, they talk about this Mercury retrograde decan from December the 27th to January the 4th. It's the decan one. Eight degree Capricorn on faces, F-A-C-I-E-S, the nebula and the archer's face, Sagittarius. Um, Mercury will hit the star three times, December 9th. So that's coming up in a couple of days. And December 28th and January 22nd. But apparently the December 28th one's a really strong one. The December 29th new moon on Faces will amplify Mercury even more. So the 28th and 29th. I was reading that this new moon is going to be really strong. It's going to be one of the strongest new moons in a long time. I know there was a full moon that was you know, really strong recently. But this is even going to be more strong. A gift to prolong an intense mental focus, a pessimist who, or one whose judges speaks harshly, news, uh, news of aggression and harsh actions. Hopefully, it may be towards these people that have been doing things, you know, not in the best 
regards towards humanity as a collective. Because this is the way things are heading, okay? It's just the way the divine energy is going. A penetrating, inquiring Mercury is found here, one that can get to the core of an issue. So people, all these core issues are coming to the surface. You know, we were talking about that. And um, going deep, you know, the, the, they're finding these strange creatures at the bottom of the ocean, and they're coming to the surface. You know, people are seeing them. You might not like the way they look, but they're there, okay? These will make those touched by the retrograde period obsessive researchers who are ruthless in pursuit of the solution to the puzzle. However, they may offend many in their quest for truth. They won't be very tactful, okay? You know, some people are talking and, you know, rioting and acting out. This isn't always the best solution. So I'm going to put in an intention that people that have been um, expressing themselves kind of do it in a way that, um, I'm just going to have another drink. <clears throat> do it in a way that is productive for society as a whole and that, you know, they don't hurt other people in the process. So, and, and the unity consciousness this cohesiveness be, so be it, okay? So we know that from what I've talked about and what I've seen around me and what uh, everything indicates is that there's going to be some very deep, truthful energy coming out and some dark energy. And it may be offensive and it might not be very tactful. Part of the process, okay? It's not that we should try to accept it. It's just that we should be open to knowing what it is, okay? Um, but it's important that we, you know, don't fall into the trap of reacting and, and um, you know, causing a collective that wouldn't be so nice. So, that you know, that's we have the manifesting ability to shift this and I'm using my manifesting ability to direct the energy in a positive way forensic detectives can have mercury here and also people who like to pull apart quite gruesome subject matters in order to solve a crime Austin Kopak calls his Deccan a headless body which is fitting for the Deccan's creepy associations this is especially relevant when a child murderer Mercury is children. Ian Brady and serial killer Carol Shipman, a doctor, have Mercury here. So, but, you know, I'm not looking into that as much as the energy is for all of humanity. And it's basically the dark energy that's been held and within and it's keeping the frequency down on the planet. And once that releases, a lot more people will be shifting into higher consciousness. This position suits surgeons as facies is so focused and precise, and Mercury here is quite fascinated by the flesh, blood, and bones of the human body. And we should not balk at the postmortem. This is exactly the type of Mercury position that would support a really in-depth investigation into Pizzagate allegations concerning pedophilia among the elite. So, 
don't look at it as, you know, humanity as a collective causing problems. Basically, it's like the people that have been causing the problems, their crap will come to the surface and, and, and hopefully very soon it will be dealt with. So um, it says, currently investigations are happening in the UK looking at young boys who have been sexually abused in various football clubs. Anyway, they have, there's another page, so I'm just going to it. Um, so they talk about um, sun conjunct Mercury is always an important moment midway through the cycle. So um, it's December 28th, opens a window of wonderfulness where we can stand in the eye of the hurricane. You know, I keep seeing those pictures of the two eyes in the opening. You know, it's just, there's this calm in the eye of the hurricane. And when you're in the middle of the hurricane, you can see 360 around you when you turn around, eh? So, but miraculously come out in one piece. This is a time even more potent as the Kazemi falls right on the mixed star faces. F-A-C-I-E-S, the penetrating stare of the archer. Chaos can be swirling around, but you can still maintain poise by focusing on that drishti point, as the yogis say, okay? Like I was just talking about. If you want to make use of this moment to send a daring message that really hits the mark, use the times below. So they talk about the sun conjunct Mercury at 7 degrees Capricorn, Kazemi times, December the 28th, 10.40, no, okay, 10.54 a.m., PST, and I'm going to go off the air, but if you want to keep listening, I'll try to finish this off, and at 1.45 p.m. Eastern Time, and September the 13th, oh boy, uh, at 6.45 p.m., and December, I don't know why they have September 13th there, okay, and December the 29th at 5.54 a.m., so go back. On Christmas Day, we actually get a, uh, an aspect cup pattern called the cradle so we had a really interesting christmas last year because i think the it was a solstice fell on and it was cold but anyway this falls more on last midnight through the retrograde i think it's very symbolic of the retrograde period as a whole huber say that the cradle is our comfort zone where we're feeling safe jupiter is now separating from a square with pluto and it did a great job of shining the torch of the revelation on the corrupt and the occultists within the shadow government so you know even though Trump has, you know, come out and said a bunch of things and people didn't like it, it's a reflection of what people are really feeling inside. But it's also with this uh, energy opening up, this, um, like I said just now, Jupiter is separating from its square of Pluto and did a great job of shining the torch on the revelation, on the corruption and the occultists within the shadow government. So there's no secrets anymore. Everything is coming out. In the 2016 post for December, Pluto works like the pedophile who slowly grooms a child so they think they deserve or must have the abuse. They, the child, feels they're responsible for all the evil that goes on in the world. And it can be quite scary and, and to let go of the abusive relationship. That's what I've been seeing lately, letting go of this abuse, uh, letting go of the, the, the abusive relationships. You know, I'm not focusing on what they just said but I'm, I'm talking as as a whole all of us okay but it's important it may be quite scary you know to go through all this and let go of this abuse but 
the abuser has played the role of parents. So this is deliberate so that child doesn't develop strong enough muscles to walk by itself. But now, as a collective, humanity has to walk by themselves, okay? They have to release this stuff and forgive themselves and not hold it against themselves. But they can do something about the ones that have caused this. Then it really does not feel like one being thrown out of the cradle. The top of the cradle is upside down in the chart. Is Jupiter opposite the, you know, the pedophile person, R-S-E-P-H-O-N, Celium of Cirrus, Uranus, Elias. Anyway, they, 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 they talked from January 5th to the 12th, a Mercury retrograde and direct, and the Sagittarius Deccan 3. In the stinger of Scorpio, the 28th Sagittarius on Acumen, this will hit the star three times, December 1st. Um, so that's already happened, January the 7th and January the 9th. And it gives difficult or tedious mental endeavors, stressful financial dealings, beliefs of ideas which place one at, at disadvantage in the establishment when the persistence is needed to become a challenge, overcome a challenge. So maybe that's where I was seeing the 9th, okay? January the 9th especially. So here Mercury is the undercover info warrior. <laughs> Though processes are taken very seriously, information that is out in the public domain is examined very carefully. So everybody's looking. They're not just listening to the news and taking things at a face value anymore. But it also can cause fear, you know. People are thinking, oh, no, this is all so different. And, you know, uh, and we're facing all our parent you know, this abusive stuff that's happened to us and we've been held kind of against what we really thought we were and we've walked around like little sheep. Um, so people can become paranoid and depressed and react, like I said. So people are branded conspiracy-theorists when they really are just obsessed with finding the truth. So... You know, you hear about all these people having all these different shows and they talk about this happening and that happening. They're, they're really talking about truth. But, you know, people living in this kind of uh, sheep world that they have their little blinkers on, you know, take things at face value. So blinkers off and throwing them and, you know, actually jumping out of that cradle like we just talked about. Mercury here is a visionary but often realistic. So this Mercury retrograde is pretty strong stuff. And... What's happening, this new moon that's coming up is, is even more intense energy. So no frills. View of the future is bleak. There are grave warnings about health problems. And due to the pollutants in the environment and the dystopian future is, is hard to swallow. So messengers are demonized for being doomsayers. So, you know, we do have to maintain a positive thing and to project and reflect and create and manifest a positive reality you know we have to look at this this mess but also it's like the jenga we pull out different things and put things back but the whole thing's not going to collapse i i can see that so traditionally um nitpicking mercury is not comfortable in, in broad sweeping sagittarius however it can be very well researching uh subjects and uh, are metaphysical in nature. So uh, Mercury here will love to study ancient mysteries, comparative theology and astrology. So we're looking at, you know, things that are deep, okay? It's a time of dark humor, wicked mems, and, you know, wit that might not be so funny. 
I've heard people say some pretty nasty things and and talk about some pretty things they wouldn't normally talk about, but they're coming out with this. But it's done with humor, okay? So these taboo topics, and, you know, they're becoming not so much more mainstream, but more people are thinking about them in in a wider audience. So January the 8th, Mercury direct Yod. I wonder what will come out when Mercury goes direct. What is the so-called finger God pointing at us? The Yod directs us to the moon at 22 degrees. Taurus on a fixed star. Capulus, the slaying arm of Perseus, the hero. It can be divine masculine, the kind of Viking energy. Negativity. Capulus is the male version of Lilith, unrestrained male, aggressive sexual energy. The rapist, the other points of the Yod of the black moon Lilith. Conjunct Saturn. You know, this satanic child abuse, West Station Mercury, is close by. Black Moon, Lilith, and Saturn are both conjunct on Ras. This is pretty some pretty dark energy here. Alahoog. Now, this is the main star of uh, O-P-H-U-I-C-H-U-S, and they're a higher influence to the star. But in the context of the whole Mercury retrograde, the median its death throws the various Pedophile scandals bubbling up. I can only see this in one way. It gives most, you know, there's a lot of stuff that isn't been so nice within humanity that is going to come to the surface, and they're going to be talking about it. And a lot of people will not enjoy it, or, you know, what's been going on with other things, like Trump talking about, you know, things that he was talking about. I don't want to get into it, but, um, there, there's some of this deep, dark stuff is coming up to the surface. And the other side is Jupiter's fighting two ba- battles. It has to do with the this Persephone, pedophilic sort of energy and Capitus, the hero. So there is some type of hero energy that is going to bring this forth, and they're going to be dealing with it. Jupiter and Libra trying to balance things. So basically... You know, I've been talking about a lot of balancing, but a lot of kind of deep energy is coming to the surface too. So Jupiter is very busy since it's also square the sun conjunct Pluto too. Seems like a lot of deals and handshakes behind the scenes. Anyone looking at the 22-degree Taurus moon while Jupiter at 21 Libra is really pulling the strings. See, the leaders' elites have these degrees prominent in the charts. They will be big players around January the 8th. The capitalist moon will either be the dragon or the slayer. So anyway, so this summary of this Mercury retrograde, it's like all this kind of energy is coming to the surface. At the time of writing, which is December 7th, there's not been any solid damning evidence on Pizzagate from WikiLeaks or leaks and NYE revelation. I noticed in the Assange post may give us something more substantial. Hope all the alleged Pedophile communications have been written in code, which is very plutonic or plutonic. This retrograde starts with Mercury conjunct Pluto ends with the Sun. So, a lot of this uh, secret kind of energy that's been going on, you know, they're going to be finding out who who are doing this sort of stuff and where it leads on the computers. So, you know, Mercury retrograde has to do with uh, you know, machinery and um, things that pass on messages and that sort of thing. So 
this Mercury retrograde is bringing forth the criminal underworld and the underground tunnels. And it just says here the White House is con- connected to the network under Washington, D.C., and hackers and espionage thus far. No criminal investigations are looking to Pizzagate. So basically they're saying this is what their their opinion is by doing this. Meanwhile, in the U.K., The Real News has launched a campaign against child abuse using David Beckham, the smaller nonch fish in the British baseball league, and the slow unraveling in English soccer up of this of a possible pedophile ring. So they say they're doing this to distract from um, what's going on in the U.S. with all these things that are involved in the Satanists and stuff. Anyway, there's a lot going on, and um, it's not going to be an easy time in some degrees with some people. And I don't know. You can go back and read and see. I I, I am putting forth positive energy to, you know, have people be able to deal with this this energy and heal this energy within themselves. So it, that's what that's what's important right now that we do that and we look beyond, you know, all this. So the new moon, this December new moon, it has to do with some pretty powerful energy. And this person here in Dark Star Astrology talks about staring. So it's at seven degrees Capricorn, Deccan one aspects conjunct Mercury and sextile Mars, six stars, the facies, F-A-C-I-E-S, nebula. So moon, Capricorn, Deccan one, the similarity with the name facies and fascist is impossible to ignore. When Adolf Hitler, and they talk about different people having their moon in this Deccan, some Indeed, some of the traits of Capricorn 1 are less actually pretty similar to a fascist mindset. So, the moon here is often to dish out tough love, and for this it's even thanked for fall into the future. So, this has to do with tough love, with humanity as a collective. Looking at all this dark stuff and finding out about these rings and all these other stuff, and doing something about it. So, Basically, uh, a fascist doesn't necessarily mean somebody who, you know, does bad things. Um, The energy can also be somebody that reigns in chaos, okay? So, Moon Capricorn 1 is a perfect parent for the job where the children of the state are causing anarchy. So, it's about, you know, saying, hey, I've got a job to do, and this is, you know you have to kind of toe the line here. But it also has to do with bringing forth energy that the negative type of energy. So fascissimo in Italian term comes from the fascio, meaning bundle of rods. You know, um, when you think about it, in our eyes we have rods, right? And we it's, it's a rude awakening. The moon here um, generally signifies the family unit. The strong family is also hard for the state to dominate. Family loyalty is of, of the utmost importance. You know, it's talking about the fish and swimming together and, you know, not turning away from your friends and reacting. 
It has to do with loyalty and um, cohesiveness and common interests. You know, I talked about everything being common, you know, looking for the common things within each other, not the differences, because we are more alike than we know. The moon by itself does not have any dignity here at all, so it depends on the cooperation and others succeed. So moon, Capricorn, one has a sense of working together for a long-term goal. Harsh northern Capricorn winters breed those of tough stock who know that the solo man will surely starve. You know, I'm Capricorn energy, but I'm also Sagittarius moon energy. It's about strength. It's about, you know, teaching, unity. So, anyway, it's, so, you know, they talk about this new moon, December 2016, fixed stars in Fasces. Fasces a nebula on the archer's face is the nature of the sun and the Mars and causes blindness, defective sight, sickness, accidents, and violent deaths. So, but goes on much more details and gives a positive side. Much blame for accidents and broken limbs. Naturally, there's a positive side to Fasces. Uh, it symbolizes all the the kind of Sagittarian that goes to climb mountains, car races, enter the ski jump team or the Grand National Steeplechase, making it right to the top, and no doubt breaking a, f- a few bones on the way. So I tend to look at it in that positive way too, the Sagittarian energy also too, that, you know, we don't give up. We go to the top, we bring a few people along, we bring everybody along with us too, okay? I know, you know, I've talked about some things that haven't been, you know, that energy that we have within us. Um, you know, it's it's pretty powerful energy. If you want to do a little bit more reading, you know, feel free to, you know, go read a little bit more about that. But it's it's pretty intense energy coming up. But I I see it as positive, and you know, it's just that if we understand what's really going on, it'll make it a lot easier for people to uh, to get through this. But there's there's a lot of positive. Uh, things going on too so you know don't 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 think of it at all that way so there's there's two realities that are kind of hanging on to each other but for a while there people were really separating themselves but i see it as more connective energy lately and um i kept seeing fish and the collective uh consciousness energy and that Aquarian energy and getting beyond, you know, what we have 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 been experiencing here. So it, it it's just to get past this point, right? Mention the light workers right now. Some of them went through a very dark time, and they're coming back again. Okay, um, a lot of people didn't understand the energy and um, were having difficulty with it, but I see the uh, people that call themselves light workers stepping forward and the light coming, um, opening up to them, okay? Um, so love has won, okay? Love is opening us up. This collective consciousness is 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 what we all need to open ourselves up to. <clears throat> So the, all the collectives, uh, the Earth Elementals, Ascended Masters, we might change the name of 
Earth Angels radios to Ascended Masters radio. It depends on what happens. Fairy elders and the angelic beings are all here to help humanity too. So don't feel, you know, afraid to ask for help from them too to give you strength. So there are abundance and blessing. Um, I'm putting out to the light workers to have, for them to have money to be able to do the work they they have. Um, to people that have uh, been involved in creating wars and stuff to put those weapons down, but to also get control of organizations like ISIS and um, you know the the sooner we look within ourselves and see those aggressions and dissolve them, it will help with other things that are going on the planet. Um, I see people developing their gifts of telekinesis and telepathy. And it's a time that we let go of what has been holding us back. And of many centuries of oppressive rule from, you know, these warmongers and um, secret society people, not all of them, but Mainly that's what, what they belong to. It's about ascension now. It's not about um, the individual. It's the individual within the collective and the unity consciousness. And it's about sovereignty and to be fully ourselves and to express ourselves on this planet without being, you know, and stepping forward into fifth dimensional consciousness. Um, you know, people do that St. Germain um, recital thing. You know, if you want to do things like that to help humanity get themselves forward, be you know, be sure to do that. Anyway, the, the United States wasn't supposed to be what it's it was kind of turning out to be, but we can do that and change what happens on the planet and make it a, a much better place to, to live in. Um, it's about having a great vision, but that great vision within us has never died. And, you know, we're, we're light being individuals, and our souls never die, okay? So it's to, to look at ourselves in that way that, you know, we, we can really sh- shift what happens here on the earth. Anyway, I did talk quite a bit over time and I, I see you know some people are still listening but it's to get that strength to see yourself as that strength you know the the Sagittarius energy and the Capricorn strength and you know this this new moon and Mercury retrograde it's about digging deep and going deep within but it's bringing up a lot of crap too which needs to be brought up okay so think of it in that way, in the positive way, and pray for the planet that, you know, we'd be able to do it in the, the most positive, constructive way, with love and with this unity, and just know that, you know, everyone is connected. We all have connections. Like I was talking about earlier in the show, you know, you find out you know this person knows that person or this person's going to the same place that person went to. We're really just loving, wonderful beings, okay? 
anyway, I'm going to say uh, have a great holiday. I'm sure I'll be back before then. But um, and anybody that celebrated Thanksgiving, I hope you had a great one. Take care and much love. Thank you for listening to This Dimensional Living with your host, Diane Bachberger, bringing awareness to our world of greater love. For more information on Diane, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash dbachberger1. May your heart and mind always be open to experiencing a greater world.